Welcome to We Are Venomaniacs, the Venom site's official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views. My name is Orion, and I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Carlos. Yo, happy 2020! Tyler. I did an intro of this last time, and it was way better. <laughs> and Aaron. Hello, the future is now. Hashtag Iron Man 2020. It's our first episode of 2020, but we're not yet done with 2019. Today, we'll review Scream Curse of Carnage number 2 and Venom number 21. We'll also take a look back at what 2019 had to offer and look forward to what's coming in 2020. Now, uh, you you guys probably don't know this uh, for those listening in, but um, this is actually the second time we've attempted to record this episode. The first time I wasn't on the episode, uh, I was sick and lost my voice, and I had screwed up the recording. So we're doing this again, so I hope everyone... I should mention that I warned him during that. (laughs) My pleas were He forgot to take his vitamins. And it was a lot better, just saying. (laughs) It was not my day. All right, well, let's just get to it and begin with Scream Curse of Carnage number two. We're two issues into Scream and Andy's first ongoing series, and Clay Chapman, Christopher Mooneyham, and the rest of Team Scream continue to defy expectations and deliver what's sure to become one of the best Marvel symbiote series ever. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm pretty excited about this issue and this series in particular because it's just, I think, um, horror and symbiotes really mix well as we've seen with uh, um, the Absolute Carnage, Separation Anxiety, and Jerry Conway's Carnage series. What about you guys? Well, uh, for me, issue two was actually pretty good. Uh, The story was good, too. Uh, The artwork was fantastic. Uh, There were a lot of very dark moments, you know, uh, seeing Andy, how she's just still trying to come to terms, you know, being bonded with uh, the new Scream symbiote. And then out of nowhere from the end of issue one, her so-called mother appears. Um, And then from there, just all hell breaks loose. So yeah, it it was a great issue. Yeah. uh, So last time, you know, like when we tried to record the podcast, you know, like we said a lot of things and I'm trying to remember what we said. Um, I know one of the things that I'm, so like Orion, you hit on the horror aspects and, uh, we said um, Mooneyham, uh, who was the artist, and I've never actually heard of this dude before he, before he worked on this book. But the 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 art really helps 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 along with the book because you have all these horror elements, like we said. You have all these, you know, like torn up corpses, and you have fishmen from the sea, and it like really just helps the book along. I think like the art is really good. Like I think uh, Tyler said last time, it's it's sort of what. Uh, Ryan Stegman is is like doing on the Venom series. Like the art really helps out the book. So yeah, it's, I, yeah I, I, absolutely. The, the art and writing, the art and writing are so perfect for each other for this book, and it, it's fantastic. And just it, I I just love like the dark themes of this book, and it, it's so good. Yeah, definitely. Um, we still get a lot of that uh, Lovecraftian horror going on, um, and. I believe we get. I, I didn't really look it up this time, but we get a bit more prose. Um, I think it may have been from Beowulf again. I'm. I don't. Don't quote me on that. I didn't do my research this time. Uh, but it's nice to see that uh, Chapman is uh, kind of digging into 
uh, literature for some inspiration in the storyline. And, uh, you know, because we're dealing with a Beowulf character, uh, Big Mother, who we finally see a full appearance of towards the end of the issue. And uh, this is Marvel's version of Big Mother, and now it's actually kind of a uh, redefined version of Marvel's Big Mother because it's being uh, rewritten for symbiotes and Null. Yeah, she had a one or two appearances before, and I think she was pretty much just a minion of Mephisto, I want to say, but um, I think the only major time she appeared uh, some dude summoned her and she was like, I don't want to do this. And she went off and like joined like a wrestling team or something. So she's not, uh, you know, as out there in the Marvel universe. So, um, Cause now she's yeah. more reckoned to be, to fit more into the symbiote lore and has more of a connection to Null and the Grendel symbiote. So I think it fits perfectly with her for this, for this role. Yeah. Right. So for those of you that aren't familiar, you know, with the legend, uh, this character is supposed to be the mother of the Grendel symbiote. You know, if you've seen the Angelina Jolie version of like Beowulf, that's basically who this, who this lady is. And, uh, so like we actually have a flashback that, uh, that, that shows Noel, uh, sending her and her son off to earth. And, you know, you get a flashback of them as dragons, like destroying everything. But now, uh, but now Big Mother chooses to be a big, sexy lady for some reason instead of a <laughs> dragon. So, you know, we'll have to see where that goes. Fan service. Dragons yeah, shapeshift all the time. It's fine. It's fine. Um, also, I was going to say that, um, but yeah, so we also get, you know, more, you know, Andy just, you know, she's still struggling to just to find a place. She's still going to feast. She's, you know, she's still seeing Aunt May, and also we see that the Scream symbiote is is getting possessed, and uh, you know, she, she's still saying God is coming. But there's, there was also a part, uh, like a panel, where she's, I think there was like more text, and yeah. uh, I, I know people were trying to decipher the the translation. So someone did, and uh, I know on the so have, on the Venom yeah. site. Yeah, so uh, someone said that, and it it's not really a whole lot. It's just kind of a thing like, Nola's going to kill you because he is the great god. And so it's basically just like a continuation of like, you know, like God is coming. It's not yeah. really that God big is coming. Into, he's seriously coming and he's going to kill you. <laughs> like, it's just. Oh, my God. Like, we've been saying this for like almost a year now. He's coming. Oh, my God. Yes. It would be like when when they finally say God is here, it's like, well, finally, geez. Yeah. Geez. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I like, I like the fact that, um, aunt may continues to be a presence in this series. You know, I think we really need to give Andy, uh, a bit more of a supporting cast. Like she had a, a little bit of one, um, during, uh, what, uh, web of venom funeral pyre. Uh, but we don't get to see those people anymore because pretty much that life has been ruined for her. Um, but it's nice to see that we're, that, that, that Chapman is helping to build a new supporting cast. Yeah, including Aunt May, who uh, knows a certain web slinger, though she doesn't know that she knows a web slinger, but 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm down for seeing Ant May be a part of her like a supporting cast. So yeah, like what I said uh last time was that it it's kind of reminding me of what Eddie was as Auntie Venom. You know, he's kind of hanging around Feast and he's helping out Aunt May there. And I think we said in this one that uh, Aunt May actually sees her become Scream, so maybe that could be yep. yeah. you know, that's you know, that's more of like a thing, the same thing that happened with that. With Venom. But I also said uh, last time, if we're going to give her a supporting cast, they should bring back Jenna Cole and maybe we can make her yeah. Scream's love interest. You oh, know, you know, get some representation there. You know, that's what I, yeah. Hashtag bring back Jenna Cole. Yep. Definitely. I would love to see Jenna Cole and any other Venom alumni, uh, you know, for like from the 90s. What was her name? Uh, that hung around Venom for a little while. We got Elizabeth. We got Beck. No, the the, the uh, teenager. Uh, Jenna Cole. No, 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 no. The um, the punk rock girl uh, whose boyfriend was a dick or whatever, and whose mother oh, tried to kill Venom. Yeah. Oh yeah. What? What? What was her name? Like I just recall that was the time when he goes by. Hey, my name's Freddie Block. Like, I, I, I want to say her name is Kristen. Oh, maybe. Oh man, that's gonna kill me now. That's that's yes. a deep cut. Yeah, that's in what Venom Unleashed? No, Venom Carnage Unleashed and uh, Center Takes All. One of those. Something like that. It's one of the kind of later '90s minis. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But overall, this was a good issue. I really liked it. I'm really looking forward to seeing what's next and. Really hoping that this goes on for longer than what we predict, you know, 12 issues or whatever. Yeah, I know. Scream number two was an excellent read. And for those of you that are listening, if you guys haven't picked the issue up, please pick it up now. It is a great uh, series that you I would recommend. So, yes, yeah, seriously, yeah, the support only, this. The only, I don't want to say it's a negative, but the only thing is that I feel like there's nothing about this issue that is special to this issue. It's more, it's just more of the same of the first issue, which is great. But it's just like the first issue was so good, and just this just continues that. So it doesn't. I wouldn't say it adds anything especially new, but it's still like I'm loving where this is going. The art is fantastic, as I said. Like I'm very glad we got the the Andy's mom thing out of the way immediately with that awesome horror page of her like falling apart in Andy's arms. Yeah, I, I just really turned out to be a monster. Yeah. I, di- I didn't want to drag that out, and. uh and yeah, and then the, the also I think we mentioned last time there was that beautiful spread with the two dragons around Earth. Yeah, that was a good splash page. And then one other thing I would say for the writing, I really like the dynamic that Andy and Scream have. How it's like a they're straight up talking to each other and just be like having a conversation. It's uh, yeah, like I said last time. It so like I said last time. It uh, it sort of reminds me of how. Flash was acting because, like, the symbiote like is on board of like helping her out, but she is not having it for some reason. She just wants to like jump off a roof, and the symbiote's like, "No, hey, we're in this together." Like, and the symbiote's not showing anything bad toward her. She just, I don't know, she just in well, this mood where that's the thing know. I was gonna bring up too because the scream symbiote's kind of it reminds me so much of, of Venom. Because the Scream to me, it doesn't want to be alone. It doesn't want to be abandoned. It wants to help its host. It wants it wants to stick together. It wants you know do this as a team. And you know now they're caught in this this whole ancient 
prophet of you know of all mother and why is she going after andy and scream and you know we'll eventually find that out as the issues come out so it is really getting interesting from that point of view yeah um the only problem i have and this is not like with the writing this is this just with the overall like series is there's nothing that really tells me that this has to be scream you know like if you had in there like this is actually this is actually uh you know like the scream symbiote has like um has like the voice of her of like the previous host or or like where they heard or like when we had like in buns uh you know like buns mini series where there's like multiple voices i just don't see why this had to be scream because this could very well just be mania so I'd like to see more of, of like, actually, why does it have to be Scream? What does Scream bring to the table besides, like, nostalgia to sell books? Good point, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, there could, she, could, she could always just morph into to look like Mania, except she'll look like Yellow. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's another thing we also sort of discussed. You know, uh, I mean, there were a lot of folks that weren't, entirely happy with the design because you know like an absolute carnage we saw she had at least five different looks you know like there was a variant cover there was two like variant covers that had like different designs and then in, in the actual book is it is it og scream and i i don't really know why we went with og scream because i i don't think you would have pulled in enough og scream fans to come read this book if they're not already reading venom you know like we had a lot of fan art that like Oh, man, there was one, and I forget their name, and I apologize. But there was a really good, like really good, like fan art interpretation where it combines Mania's Hell powers and Scream. So it's like yeah, molten lava. Yeah, I remember right seeing that. Yeah, yeah like, that... I would have liked them to not use the original Scream look because there's not enough Scream fans to justify that. Yeah. So like this is. This is probably the only time where I'm okay with not using the original look for a symbiote, but that's just me, honestly. Definitely. I think, you know, anytime a symbiote latches onto a new host, there should be uh, some variation with the design, uh, especially if you're going to attach a symbiote to Andy, who has hell powers, you know, I expect to... Which we've some. not seen yet, though, so, like, yeah. we don't know if she still has those, too, which is also kind of odd. Well, but that, anyway, that would be odd, because, you know, she had the hell powers in Absolute Carnage, so... Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, I, I kind of... I get where Aaron's coming from, yeah, that, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So, it'd be nice if we could see something thematic with a symbiote. But, yeah, I mean... We'll, or, or, or maybe that's just like a Super Saiyan moment for her later on, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> Probably. maybe some yeah. power-up. Who knows? Yeah. She may she may use it against uh, Big Mother eventually. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. All right, well, I think... Super it, Saiyan 3 screen with, the, with like, 50-foot long hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and move on to our second review, which is Venom number 21, the first issue of the Venom Island arc, in which Eddie returns to Isla de Huesos, uh, the island of bones, as seen in the pages of Amazing Spider-Man number 347 back in 1991. The legendary Ven- uh, Venom alum, Mark Bagley, joins Johnny uh, Donny Cates. <laughs> Uh, Cates, uh, to illustrate Eddie's fight for survival and control. I am, you know, as as much as I love to see Ivan Coelho and um, 
in Ryan Stegman's art. I always think it's a treat to see Mark Bagley back on Venom, even though I know his art has really changed since, you know, way back when. But even I like his Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate Venom stuff. You know, I like old Bagley and I like new Bagley, even though I like old Bagley a lot more. So uh, I'm going to say this again, because from the last recording, this guy right here, me, I got to read the issue first before you guys got it the following week. Uh, so your comic shop is naughty. <laughs> yeah, naughty, naughty. Hole in there. Got a whole week before. So basically, when I got up in the morning and I went to line up, I, I was just checking the comics. I knew Scream, Scream uh, number two came out that day, and I looked over. I'm like, "Is that Venom number twenty one?" I'm like, "Holy shit, it is!" And I had no like, I I bought the issue. They didn't stop me. Nothing. And yeah, uh, I got to read it early. So so yeah, like for some reason, I think uh, they they ship out the they ship out the books like a week before because uh because next week was going to be was, Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah, Christmas. Like they yeah. already had the books already out, but they were not supposed to sell did, them. And somehow, did you did you guys check your did you did you guys check your stores when I when I posted? Well, the I asked mine and. And they had it, but they weren't going to give it to me. So, yeah, yeah. You know. the same, the same. My, my guy's like, you're absolutely not allowed to do that. He's <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah. your store could be in very big trouble, Carlos. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, hey, after that, shout out the name so right weird. now. <laughs> so yeah, like what's weird though is that you. So is that you got the book, but then you scanned it and then sold it to people after that? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't scan nothing. Hey, I you know, hey, I again, I didn't want to spoil anything, so I wanted to give you maybe one little panel just to be like, oh, this happened, and then Aaron, you you wanted some spoilers, so I did. You know, I did. And then Tyler, you were naughty too. I probably messaged you those. What? You're guilty as charged, my friend. Look, hey, we are the top tem- dogs here. We are the venom You did a site. bad job. We, we have <laughs> to know. It's our job that. to know. It is our <laughs> job to know. You okay. Not legally obligated. <laughs> okay. Legally obligated. Uh, aside from that, I will say this issue was great. The this New York going into Venom Island, I loved. I loved it a lot. I loved how you know Mark Bagley's back to do this arc with Donnie. Um, again, the art was just fantastic. Um, so, you know, we see Eddie, he's just recovering from the events of absolute carnage and, uh, you know, he's going to see someone for a surprise interview and it turns out to be Steve, AKA, uh, Captain America. Uh, and then, you know, they go to Avengers mountain and he's considered to be joining the main team. But he's too cool for that. (laughs) <laughs> Cause She Hulk and and Captain Marvel want the D. <laughs> yeah, they uh, be into Eddie. Yeah, She Hulk said she thought he was hot, and then Captain Marvel, you know, the head of the head of Marvel as we know it, said she missed Eddie's beard. What? So, and oh yeah, I hashtag beard. Yeah, hashtag yeah. rip the beard. It's gone. And people. someone else also said they uh, missed the beard. Who was that? That was Dylan. That was Dylan. His son also missed the beard. Yeah. And you know what? Also, I, I, I feel like Donnie put those lines in because he know. I feel like Donnie put those in because he knows how much of the audience is gonna miss he the knows. beard. <laughs> so like, this is what I said like uh, last time on the recording is that I'm pretty sure they just shaved it off 
for nostalgia's shake because Mark because Bagley. this is oh well, yes and the, and so the like this is Mark that. and you have to go like classic Venom which means he can't have a beard but if he's on the beard if he's on the island sorry maybe he can grow a beard back but I kind of wanted the beard back I, I, no I, yeah. I don't know I like like I said last time I'm of two minds of this because well honestly I really started liking the beard but also I love classic Eddie I love both of them. I don't know if I love one over the other, but I so love absolute I, I, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, the, the other thing I was going to say. So it turns out because my my suspicions were pretty much confirmed ever since the last issue, Absolute Carnage. So obviously the Grendel slash Carnage symbiote is inside uh, Eddie's bloodstream because when he shaved off his beard, it was spiraling down the drain. It was the and... beard the whole time. <laughs> So and then when he when he goes sees the Avengers uh, again the Grendel starts driving him insane. Uh, it's he he wants him to he wants him to kill them right there, but he's being held back by Venom, and uh, you know Eddie's stressed out to the point where you know he's having second thoughts of joining the team, so he just leaves, and it you know becomes a little awkward to the team, uh, and then he uh, starts drugging Venom because he wants to the voices to stop speaking in his head but venom says that they could fight they could fight this together so you know he i guess he's just he wants to get rid of it really bad now uh, i think we should talk about that symbiote i don't think it's accurate to say it's the grendel symbiote i think this is 100 percent. it's just carnage it's i don't just think being it's the grendel carnage symbiote 100 it's just being re- i think this is carnage i don't think it's any part of the Grendel because it's it's full on red, it it has the voice and it's even talking like it's Cletus. So I'm pretty sure that it's Carnage. But the now. whole the whole thing about Carnage is so confusing because like yeah. you know he 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 got the Grendel symbiote in the in the uh, in the one shot book and then he died and then Eddie absorbed it, which caused Null to awaken from from Clintar. So right. So um, throughout Absolute Carnage, we were having a lot of issues with saying. Is that Carnage or is it the Grendel symbiote? Because, uh, you know, I think Cates would say like, oh, like it's the Grendel symbiote. But then in the book, the Venom symbiote was calling it its 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 uh, son it's, or like yeah. its offspring. So, yeah, so we kind of got mixed signals on what the symbiote actually is. But this seems to me like Cates is kind of, I don't know, like, I don't know, like doubling down or like back, kind of just like, you know, just like you know, back saying, actually, this this is carnage. But of course, it may just because he absorbed his codex, so it's I don't know. The carnage came back. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it'll be explained, but I'm just going with this is carnage. It's not any ancient symbiote. It's just carnage without Cletus. Yeah. See, this That's is just one of the things that the continuity gets a bit messy, and as like. For, for the average reader, this isn't going to matter. They're going to be like, oh, okay, Carnage is in Venom. But to yep. us, the guys who like know all this stuff, it's very confusing and it's not clear. Like He almost left it like too vague, and we, we're just sort of scratching our heads like, wait, which symbiote is this? And so yeah. and I, I feel like this is sort of, you know, because there was that one line on the podcast, you know, I think we have to mention that, where Do- Donnie's like, oh, yeah, you know, if, if a symbiote's with Cletus, it's Carnage, and then if it's a symbiote's with Eddie, it's Venom, and so it, there's that whole thing. Yeah, um, I mean, I've always liked to see Eddie as as the main 
person that is Venom, but after over 10 years of having different hosts, I just don't know if you can say that anymore. Um, yeah. As much as I, I would like him just to be the one guy, but I mean, <laughs> I, was, I don't know. <laughs> well, I um, was thinking over today, like, you know, what if we just called all the other um, Venom hosts, just Venomized versions of those hosts, and just call <laughs> Eddie Venom? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the only thing I will agree with is that Cletus is Carnage no matter how you see it. Because, like, when you go back to uh, Venomized, they didn't want the symbiote. They wanted Cletus because he is the mass, like, murdering, like, psychopath. So I do think Cletus is Carnage. I I struggle with saying that Eddie is Venom as much as I would like to. Um, I think, uh, well... So I would say Kate sees it this way, but I see Venom as as just a bond between a human and that one symbiote. But I don't know. It is very confusing. Yeah. Well, but, apparently you can be bonded with two now. So. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But well, I, I will say I don't think I, th- I don't think it distracts from the quality of the story. I still very much enjoyed oh, no, it. No. And it, like I'm very excited to see. Eddie go all like Eddie versus Predator basically on this island. But yeah, so like Eddie, he just, you know, he wants to protect his son. So what he decides to do is that he wants to move away from himself from, from like civilization. And he calls Steve for a favor, which, you know, gets him a plane and he goes directly to the same island that we last saw him way back in the day, you know, when he was fighting with Spider-Man. And then the, Grendel slash Carnage symbiote just breaks out, and then he, they ended up crashing on the island, and uh, it ends up with Eddie, you know, pretty much hunting Carnage down to kill him. So it's it's going to be pretty much like Predator, exactly. So yeah, yeah. Now, so like one thing like we didn't talk about was uh, what is his son up to? Because uh, now who are they living with, guys? Who are they living with? Live with uh, Liz. Liz and Normie. Yeah. Liz, Allen, and Normie making the perfect little family there. You got now, Eddie, I had to... you got Liz, you got Normie, you got Dylan, and you got the alien symbiote. That's just a perfect family. Now, right there. I had to, I had to note here that, I don't know about you guys, but I felt like when they were saying, you know, oh, uh, Spider-Man put in a call and got a favor from Liz Allen to let him stay there. I was like, well, wait a minute. I mean, shouldn't Liz already know who Eddie is considering the last series. So it's like, this is, this is not the first time that they're meeting guys. Like, come on, Donnie, what's going on here? What, wait, what do you mean? Wait, it wasn't wait, what? The first meeting. What are you talking about? It, it, it kind of felt like it. Like, let me pull it up. I didn't think that at all. That's, that's, that's the feeling I got. It's like they, they, they weren't really acknowledging uh... that they already had a relationship before. I, I think it was just I, Spider-Man being like, hey, they need a place to stay. And they're being like, okay, yeah, we know them. Well, like, that's the thing. Yeah. Is that they never said we know them. Well, yeah, it's because it happened off panel. It happened. They're already established as living uh, there for a bit. Yeah, okay. and you already have, uh, you have a normie saying that Dylan is his cousin, you know, because they're kind of making a bond there. So they kind of yeah, already and, know and each then, other. But and then I don't, Liz is like, oh, yeah, the boys love each other. It's like, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't 
I wouldn't read it like that. Like, I mean, just because they don't say yeah. it, I mean, doesn't mean, you know. But, yeah. No, so, you know. so what I'm referring to is, like, it says, uh, since the carnage incident, uh, Peter was kind enough to talk to Liz Allen into letting Dylan and me stay with her and Normie for a few days while I worked on finding us a place. And then they're just saying, you know, thanks for the shower, blah, blah. So, I, I don't know. I, I, it just felt like I've, I felt like maybe there should have been just I a little bit of you're a reading that too much. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't think that that'd be a smart idea for him to ask Liz himself, you know, but yeah, after all they went, yeah, yeah, but, 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 um, I, I will say I'm wondering, like, sure. I know you're sort of on the train of like, you know, Eddie and Liz, Eddie and Liz and black cat. And I'm just wondering where where the hell is Harry? Because the last we saw him was in those absolute carnage videos that didn't even happen. I'm (laughs) telling you, he's, he's kindred. So he's already dead. Oh, here we go again. Kindred theories. They're not showing him because they don't want to spoil that he's kindred. No, no, no. He's kindred. Now, another now another moment that kind of shocked me was Eddie waking up from his nightmare and finding oh, his, yeah. his back is, is carved, God is coming. It's like, ooh, that's kind of visceral. Oof. Yeah. Yep. Spooky. Yeah, yeah because he knows movie. what's coming. <laughs> And, uh, yeah. So I, I will say Eddie Eddie taking out a page out of Flash's book, chugging pills. <laughs> yeah, drugging our boy. He has to though. There's a lot of stuff happening. You know, he has a reason to instead of just just like Flash had, Flash had a reason. Flash <laughs> had a reason. The symbiote wanted to help him. He had a reason. The just wanted to help. It had been bonded with Gargan. It was corrupted. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That, yes, it that, was. That is just Clintar BS. You know, <laughs> not having. Kate's declared for Don Cannon. What do you know? Well, Deadpool is declared Don Cannon. Well, again, guys, uh, for those who haven't picked up the issue, please pick up this one if you haven't already. It is good. It is really good. Yeah, it is really something good. good. And that, that, you know, I think that's the one thing that maybe, I, I, you know, reading reviews online, I think. People really like this issue compared to some past issues by Kate's, because um, I think this was a really strong start out of the gate from uh, Absolute Carnage, and not just more of the same from before Absolute Carnage. Yeah, and also uh, uh, I think uh, two days ago on Twitter, uh, I believe Kate's was saying that the next issue is a pretty big deal. And like he was saying that because everyone around the office was talking about too, and like not just the Spider-Man guys. Like there were a lot of folks like online saying, "Yeah, man, like I, I read that too, and it was crazy." So it it seems like something big for Eddie's going to be happening uh, next issue. So I have to see where where that goes. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so before we move on to the next segment, I just want to make a note that there's another comic. Uh, cameo Venom related and Null related that came out in 2019. Uh, incoming number one, we had a couple pages in that uh, pretty large book relating to um, what happens after Absolute Carnage with Null being released into the universe and him on his crusade um, toward Earth. 
and then we see a couple pages mm-hmm. with kind of uh, tearing it up on his way. <laughs> yep, and we see yeah. a couple pages with Dylan and Eddie in New York. I think that takes place between the end of Absolute Carnage and uh, Venom number twenty-one. Yeah, he's yeah. a fantastic four like Galactus, just like devouring things like from the movie. And I think that's because uh, no. I think um, <laughs> incoming number one is used as a launch board for a bunch of series, and kind of giving us yeah, a it's, preview. It's, liter- of what's it's literally up. just it's literally just what is incoming in Marvel. So it's <laughs> <something>. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's hinting towards something coming in 2020, which we will discuss shortly. What is incoming? God is coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that for the hundreds. Yeah, but this time he's awake, Aaron. He stopped sleeping. He's awake. He's awake. He's awake now. All right. So 2019 is done. And overall, it was a pretty good year for Venomaniacs. So let's each of us review our favorite symbiote offerings and moments from the past year. Uh, We'll each give our uh, top three things that we liked about symbiotes last year in 2019. Um, I'll start with my first one, and that would be the Venom Lethal Protector novelization and its accompanying audio play from Graphic Audio. Uh, if you haven't checked this out yet, um, I definitely recommend uh, either listening to the audio uh, play from Graphic Audio, which is just an adaptation of the novelization of Lethal Protector um, with a full voice cast and everything. It's pretty cool. Um, but the novel itself is a retelling of the classic uh uh, miniseries from the 90s but it includes some uh kind, kind of like modernization of it you know and uh we also get a bit more content regarding the uh life foundation hosts so definitely uh pick up the book or listen to the audio play again that's from graphic audio um Carlos, how about you? What's one of your things that you liked? Uh, well, I'll just get this one out of the way first. Um, throughout 2019, uh, the whole Absolute Carnage event has been great. Although, you know, uh, there were, you know, some of the, the tie-ins were okay, good, and some were just bad and not really necessary. <laughs> like, for example, the Miles Morales. Uh, but again, the whole Absolute Carnage comic event was great. Uh, Ryan Stegman and Donnie Cates pretty much knocked out of the park, and it was pretty much the majority of uh, 2019 for me for comics, uh, you know, as as it's concerned. So awesome! And Tyler, how about you? Well, I gotta say, one of my three favorite things, uh, the Scream series, absolutely. That's my favorite new comic right now, issues one and two, and I'm so excited that Andy and both Andy and Scream finally got their own ongoing together. And uh, like something I've been asking for a long time for Andy, at least. So yeah, definitely very exciting. Yeah, no, I, I, like like we said, we've had basically nothing but praise for the book. So if you if you're not picking this book up, pick it up because I want this to last a long time. Yeah. Yes, please pick it up. And how about you, Aaron? What's one thing that you liked? Uh, well, I really loved and appreciated how Flash Thompson still stayed dead. So. <laughs> wow, this guy. We put him from the podcast. R.I.P. Venomized Flash. 
Uh, Wait, Aaron, I'm surprised. I'm surprised not one of your favorite moments from 2019 was what was it? Issue, issue eight when Eddie became Agent Venom for that one time in that one book. <laughs> Come on, was that in 2019? <laughs> yes. Oh well, he was the best damn Agent Venom there's ever been. So <laughs> <laughs> only because Flash was helping. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a dead ghost Flash. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Better right, than well, no flash. I'll I'll say that my second thing that I liked was just the affirmation of Eddie's heroism by Spider-Man and the Avengers at the end of Absolute Carnage. You know, for for years I've been arguing. You know, Eddie Brock is a hero. He tries his best to be a hero, even though some of his methodologies or choices are not quite the right way to go about it. But finally, the public is, uh, you know, really owning up to Eddie being a hero. Uh, you know, even though they kind of already did that with uh, Spider Island, but nobody remembers that, unfortunately. How about you, Carlos? Uh, for my second pick, it'll be the same as Tyler's. Uh, it'll be the new Scream series. Again, uh, like Tyler said, I've been waiting for a new ongoing with Andy, and I'm just glad Scream is back, even though it's not Dona Diego, and I wish, I wish uh, Andy will be Manny again one day, but that's just what's worth thinking for me. So yeah, that's my number two pick. So yeah. Awesome. And then Tyler? My number two pick has got to be the bit on the what I, I'm sort of a fan of, of the figures. Uh, we got the Agent Anti-Venom figure this year. The 80th exclusive. Repaint. Repaint. Yeah, dirty and repaint. I'm completely fine with that. It's I love the, like sure, I, a new mold would have been nice, but it, I, I do love how it looks. And, you know, they added some details and they still include all the accessories and everything, so I, I, it looks great on my shelf. And so I'm, yeah, obviously number one Flash fan right here, and I can say that because our fellow Flash fan is not on the podcast. So, so I will say, Tyler, uh, that white, so, so like the white box it comes with is like super sexy. You should have a uh, your figure in that white box, like I do. So, no, I got to take pictures out of the box. Nah. Nah, he's a pro. You in the box, you in get box. a stinky Pete. You saw, didn't you see Story Tory too? Story Tory too. Uh, Toy Story. Fine. They love me. It's fine. They love me. They they love me. So, uh, what about your number two pick, Aaron? Yeah. Well, my second pick was that. Um, well, um, so like in the past few years, over the past decade, we've had Venom on a lot of a lot of teams. There was like the Dark Avengers. There was the Thunderbolts. There was you know like whoever. What else there was the Guardians of the Galaxy? And and I was pretty happy that that Venom was on the Savage Avengers, and he's been having a really large role in that book, which is one of the major things I was looking forward to. So what? I'm very happy that he has a large role in Savage Avengers. Are are you being sarcastic? Have <laughs> you not? Nah, <laughs> never. Aaron is obviously okay. completely serious. All right. <laughs> Okay, so then uh, I guess uh, my third, my third point is, um, you know, the clarity and new revelations about Eddie's family. Uh, you know, um, Donnie has been working hard on kind of, uh, def- you know, defining Eddie's family history at long last. We now know that he never had a sister named Mary. She was a figment of uh, a figment that. Um, that this, it was imagination. Yeah, and <laughs> also uh, he doesn't have an uncle who died of cancer. That was another figment that the symbiote had created. 
And then um, we got to see a little bit of Anne Wying, although uh, the circumstances of her reappearance are, you know, it's, it's, been, it's left a lot to be liked. So hopefully we'll see some re- uh, resolution to that later on. And then I just love that Eddie is now a father. You know, I think this is a great new chapter in his life, and I look forward to seeing him and Dylan interact more as father and son. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, Carlos, how about you? (laughs) Well, uh, I'm going to kind of cheat here a little bit, but my third and final pick for the top moments for Venom in 2019 is going to be Sleeper coming back and him being as a cat. That was a really cute moment that uh, even Coelho did for us and Ryan Stegman for Absolute Carnage. Um, yeah, so I hope we get like a minifigure Super, super Cat sometime soon. Marvel Legends, make it happen, please. And uh, also, um, even Coelho, I'll give you a shout out. Thank you so much for uh, in Venom number eight for bringing Eddie back in his classic winter Venom jacket. That was an amazing treat, and that was a that was an amazing panel. I love that that yeah, nod. Definitely. How about you, Tyler? I gotta say, uh, as someone who is also a very large Spider-Man fan, probably bigger than anybody else here, I'm really loving Peter and Eddie's new dynamic after Absolute Carnage. Like that that first issue of Absolute Carnage was so good, and I, I absolutely adored what, like their new standing with each other. They're like it's no longer just like a little truce or anything. Like at the end of Absolute Carnage, they're like. They're sort of like, what does Spider-Man say? We are whatever we are, like to each other. <laughs> like it's yeah, it, 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 it's 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 not frenemies anymore. It's like uneasy allies, like almost friends. Like <laughs> and so like 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 sort of like an annoying big brother basically <laughs> to each other. So uh, bygones be bygones. Yeah, and I love that Eddie knows who Peter is again, and just they finally have that back. That is been gone a very long time <laughs> that knowledge so it's yeah i'm very glad that eddie knows i'm very glad that they've got a new relationship with each other and i don't think we're going to go back to oh we hate spider-man anytime soon which makes me very happy yeah definitely i i'm glad that we don't have that antagonism anymore you know let's move on from that i know a lot of people prefer to think of venom as an antagonist for spider-man but I prefer him to be more of a rival. And how about you, Aaron, your final point? All right, we're going to end strong. All right. Um, I love how uh, we got a lot of Venom Funko Pops, and I especially love how most of them were Venomized characters, and we didn't have any you know, new ones like Mania or Sleeper. You know, I just love having a Venomized, you know, a Storm, and I just love having, like, a Venomized Thanos, and I also love all of the credit card debt that I accumulated after buying <laughs> all of those Funko Pops, so here's the 2020 with already more Funko Pops that we've already seen today, so yeah, that's great. Aaron, you told yeah, me we'll one get of into that. moments was Savartal Venom. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I also love that because I love... Venom having new forms and like in War of the Realms like you have this beautiful page where Venom is just fighting Thor and he's literally just this big hot ass mess of just teeth (laughs) and tongues it's such an iconic look for that character and I hope we see it again 
hopefully as as a figure too. <laughs> the sarcasm is stronger than this one. <laughs> All right, well, we finished out the decade strong with a lot of symbiote content, and the next decade seems to be looking even brighter for Venomaniacs. Here's what we have to look forward to in 2019. First and foremost, I'm really looking forward to it, Venom 2 on October 2020, the sequel to the greatest Venom movie ever. Venom. I'm not saying that's There's only one Venom movie, so... There's only one Venom movie. (laughs) It's also the worst Venom movie ever. (laughs) It's also the best. Can't be the worst when it's the best. (laughs) You'd be surprised. So. so I'm really looking forward to see. <coughs> sorry, looking forward to seeing uh, Woody Harrelson as Carnage, and uh, seeing his gang get together. We're definitely going to get Scream, and uh, you know we're also going to get um, uh, Pat Mulligan in there. You know, I you know yeah, we're getting Pat Mulligan, guys. Yeah, official, wink, wink. official from Orion. Mm-hmm. Official yeah. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Bit of an inside Fully joke. legit. all right and then um we have another web of venom coming up web of venom the good son and after uh, venom number 21 we kind of have a little bit of an idea of what's going on with that one yeah no i'm i'm definitely excited to see what i see if sleepers in that we haven't seen him at all yeah i'm looking forward to seeing if flash thompson still stays dead (laughs) <laughs> well, he's come back. Rhodey came back two years after his death. Cletus so Cast will come back too. before Flash Thompson does. Yeah. When, it comes, when, he, when he comes back, we're going to spam you. No, it's not. <laughs> it's if he does, they're going to not... think Carnage is coming if, back, but it's Flash. Yeah, Flashback, Flash baby! Comes back, he is not going to be a symbiote character. He is done. He's going to be a, then, a nope, side character nope. of Spider-Man for the and then and then, watch, and then watch Aaron rant on Twitter for a good hour, just spam Shit posting. Yeah. <laughs> Place yeah. your bets, people. Who comes back first? Flash, Flash or Cletus? <laughs> Flash. <laughs> Bring back Cletus 2020. Yep. And, you know, speaking of bringing back Cletus, as we mentioned, uh, incoming number one, give us a little bit of a preview, a little hint at what's coming in 2020, and that is the Spider-Man what's Venom incoming? 2020 <laughs> event. Uh, it's going to be the mm. kind of sequel to Absolute Carnage, in which Null arrives on Earth, and that starts. Uh, I think you're just assuming that, Orion. I, I don't think sure. we know anything. I, I'm pretty. I'm I pretty think sure. it's going to be. Sure. It's going to be like how we got it from last free comic book day. So they're going to do it again. Breaking news from Orion. Breaking from the news. Person who brought you from the person who brought you Pat Mulligan in Venom Two. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Breaking news, guys. God is coming. Breaking news. This just in. Breaking We're news. Screwed. I guess God was already here. Oh, that's another thing we didn't get to talk about. I th- oh, no, we did. Eh. We did. We eh. talked about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm mm. of course, referring to Venom 2099, but uh, we probably, I think we already Ugh. discussed that. But, um, so we can look forward to the start of the Venom. Uh, Inspire Man 2020 event with free comic book day. They're releasing a special issue like they did last year. All right. And then next up, we also can look forward to an entire Venom Central season of Marvel Spider Man on Disney XD called uh, Maximum Venom. And Donny Cates has his hands in this one. So that will be interesting to see. I know that a lot of people probably don't like the show because, you know, 
the Marvel and they already showed bad. off Funko Pops for it. Jesus Christ! Yep, there's Funko <laughs> Pops already on the way. Ten inch venomized baby Groot. Oh my God! Can you believe it? He's so much better than, than Baby Yoda. Be so much better. Centerpiece in your house, Eric. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know it. Rip your wallet. Yeah, I know. I'm already making room for it. Oh no. <laughs> Well, I, I I myself am looking forward to it. Like I've been following the Spider Man series, and eh, it's eh, it's not great. Yeah. it's not great. Yeah. As long as Eddie is there, and it's not like the like the symbiote on Spider Man. As long as there's Eddie, I do not care. So far, there's no indication that Eddie will be there. Unfortunately, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. I mean, Spider Man looks like a lazy anti venom white repaint. So, <laughs> and I don't know there was why. a mini mate series that had regular venom in it so i don't know i just want eddie to come back because he was pretty good in those like two or three episodes yeah we'll see another another thing um i don't know if a lot of people read this but there is a spider-man the venom factor omnibus coming this is not a comic book omnibus rather it is a prose novel omnibus collecting three classic uh spider-man novelizations (laughs) Um, these are original stories, and they all feature Venom. Um, I I recently bought those three novels by themselves. I haven't yet read them. I know one is the Venom Factor. Then there's like the, the Lizard Sanction, and then something else. I don't remember. Octopus what it is. something or other. Yeah, something about Doc Octopus Doc. something. But each book yeah. features Venom. Um, so. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, I should have waited on uh, purchasing those three and just gotten the omnibus, but whatever. Uh, And then another omnibus is coming, the Absolute Carnage omnibus, which collects the entire event, including those two-page stories from a bunch of different uh, Marvel comics that led up to the event. Uh, which no other Absolute Carnage-related uh, trade paperback actually collects. So that's going to be interesting. What what interests me about it, though, is to see what the final reading order they choose will look like. It's going to be a hot mess, just like Spider-Verse. It's going to be a hot mess. Yeah, <laughs> hot mess. Because uh, I had worked uh, throughout Absolute Carnage's release, I, I worked on a chronology project that put the issues in a recommended reading order, and I will post a link to that in the video description, so if you're interested in following it along, you can use that. Um, but I doubt that it's going to be that cl- uh, well. I can't say my reading order is clean because it really does jump around, but it at least makes sense. And then we got a little bit of a uh, some news today, as you've heard from these guys. Uh, there's a new Venomized Wave Three from Funko. Yep, announced just today on the first day of 2020, and I'll be the first one to say. I cannot wait to get that Venom Punisher because that one looks awesome. Yep, and the 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 only Funko worth buying already came out. It was the Agent Venom Pop. You don't need any more. We're good. And the Agent Anti Venom Pop that I bought for seventy five dollars. I also got my because you're such a huge Flash fan, Eric. I'm just a big fan. (laughs) I'm such a fan that I hate Flash Thompson endlessly, but I still bought all of the comics and the variants and all of his merchandise. So you can't even say that I'm 
it, it's hard a being a shill, but ladies. Uh, out of out of the ones I also noticed too, uh, the Captain Marvel's head is pretty much a remold slash repaint of the Storm one, which I don't understand. It why. is Storm. Her her head is just uh, storms with a tongue on it. But, yeah, you know. inner mohawk. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's um, the same head. It's, I mean, yeah. I'm probably going to skip out on the Maximum Venom ones. The only ones I want, again, is the Venom Punisher, the Green Goblin, and probably Ultron. So They should have made Green Goblin uh, into the Red Goblin. But, you know, this is a Venomized wave. I'm sure in like five years they'll do a Carnageized wave, right? So, And then let's not forget yeah. they'll probably have their secret pop, uh, which they'll probably reveal at a later date, so you never know. So yeah, like the secret one is usually one from the comics. So yeah, there's still a chance for Sleeper and Manny. Like even though I'd rather have waves with those, but you know, Venomized ones print money. So Sc- scorn yep. pop any day now, guys. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's gonna be null, and I and I would not like that above you know uh, Scream or someone else. But now what would be pretty cool, sure it's gonna be null or cool Dark Carnage we, maybe. Now what would be cool yeah. is if we got a. Rider pop that was null on the Grendel. Yeah, that'd be cool. We should get a, a six inch dark carnage. You know, like they have like larger box front, like the ten inch, but like the six inch. So like a six inch like dark carnage would be pretty cool. Or maybe anyway. a Funko Pop um, uh, Carnificent. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then finally, um, we can look forward to the Mayfex Carnage figure. Uh, we just recently got the Mayfex Venom figure, and it's a pretty damn good figure. You know, it's a little six inch uh, or five inch. I don't know how tall it is, but it's super articulated. It's um, the carn- uh, both the Venom and the Carnage uh, figures are based on the actual comic book artwork by uh, both Mark Bagley and Tom McFarlane. More so, Tom McFarlane for the Venom, but. Definitely, the Carnage figure is based on Mark Bagley's designs, and it's pretty damn cool. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to getting this one, and he'll look really good with my Mayfex Venom. So, Japan for Mayfex, thank you again for making this figure, and hopefully, hopefully, you'll make an Agent Venom soon. Yeah. Oh yeah, the only problem <laughs> I have with this one is is that this follows the trend of they always make the Venom one first, and the Venom one sucks. But the Carnage one is always amazing because that's been the case for like two or three series now. Yeah. It, is that the Venom just sucks, but the Carnage one is amazing. So, oh well. Now, is there anything else I am forgetting that will be coming in 2020 that you guys can think nope. of? I am very hungry and would like to go eat. So let's wrap this up. All right. <laughs> Same. <laughs> So, I think that is a good point to put a pin in today's episode and 2019. You can look forward to new episodes each month in 2020, including a secret new podcast series to be revealed soon. Uh, what? What? It's the first time I'm hearing this. What? The first it's time I'm What? It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Mm. Trust me. Mm. Uh, you can listen to We Are Venomaniacs on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music, and iTunes, Google Play Music, and YouTube. We can also be found on Twitter at WAV underscore podcast. Check out our Discord server and become a member of the audience during our next live recording of We Are Venomaniacs. Join us, won't you? As always, thank you to my fellow co-hosts, Carlos, Tyler, and Aaron for joining me today. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Uh, hashtag Flash Thompson Stay Dead 2020. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You shut your mouth. 
And thanks to the Venom site for permitting us to make this podcast under the TVS banner and all of your generous support. And finally, thank you, loyal listeners and fellow Venomaniacs. You guys make an awesome community. It's an uh, honor to be your voice on the airwaves. Together, we are Venomaniacs. And now, a word from one of our partners at The Collective, a network of superhero podcasts. WhenItWasCool.com is your source for the best in retro pop culture. When It Was Cool features articles and podcasts on retro TV and movies, toys, action figures, pro wrestling, food, video games, and more. Hit the Patreon button to support us and get instant access to hundreds of premium podcasts and features. Family-friendly and fun. WhenItWasCool.com